Chapter Eight of The Rover Boys in Camp by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Eight: A Scene in the Gymnasium. Lou Flapp spoke in such a loud, overbearing voice that a crowd began to collect in the corner where the punching apparatus was located. "What's up?" asked more than one cadet. "Lou Flapp and Dick Rover are going to try to beat each other at punching the bag," was the report. "Rover will have to do his best then. Flapp is a prime one at bag punching. It's about the only thing he can do real well." "This isn't a fair contest," put in another student. Flap took lessons from a man who used to do bag punching on the vaudeville stage. If that's so, I wouldn't try to beat him if I was Dick Rover. Dick heard some of this talk, but said nothing. He was soon ready for the trial, and, stepping up to the punching bag, he began to undo the top strap. That bag is all right, blustered Lou Flap. Yes, for you, answered Dick. But you must remember, I am not quite so tall. I must have it an inch lower. It seems to me you are mighty particular. I have a right to be. When you do your punching, you can raise the bag as high as you please. That's the talk, came from several standing near. By this time, Larry was on the floor again, and he came up to learn what Dick was doing. Dick, they tell me he is the best bag puncher here, whispered Larry. I can't help it. He will crawl over you if you don't do as well as he can do let him dick began his punching exercise slowly for he had not tried it for some time and was afraid he was a little stiff but it may be added here there was a punching bag in the barn at the rover's farm so the youth knew exactly what he was doing oh anybody can do that remarked lou flapp presently that's as simple as a b c well can you do this returned dick and branched off into something a trifle more difficult to be sure i can then what about this and now dick settled down to some real work clap clap went the bag this way and that yes i can do that too answered the tall boy i'd like to see you lou flapp was only too anxious to show his skill and having adjusted the bag to suit him he went at the work once again doing just what dick had done now do this he cried and gave a performance of his most difficult exercise it was certainly well executed and at the conclusion many of the cadets began to applaud dick rover will have to hump himself to do that remarked one i don't believe he can touch it said another with care dick fixed the bag and went at the exercise it was something he had not practiced for a considerable time yet he did not miss a stroke and he wound up with a speed fully equal to that exhibited by his opponent good for you dick cried larry heartily they'll have to call it a tie suggested another cadet i'm not done yet said dick can you do this he asked to lou flapp and then commenced an exercise he had learned some time before from a boxing instructor it was full of intricate movements all executed so rapidly that the eye could scarcely follow them the cadets looked on in wonder lou flapp staring angrily at the performance wonderful i didn't know dick rover could do such punching say flapp you'll have to get up early in the morning to beat that oh shut your mouth retorted lou flapp angrily i can do ten times better if i want to let us see you 
i i i'm in no condition to go ahead just now remember i was punching the bag for an hour before rover got here how can that be when all of us just came from the mess hall questioned larry he is trying to sneak out of the trial said a voice in the rear of the crowd i'll sneak you roared lou flapp in a rage i want you all to know that i ain't afraid of dick rover or anybody else do you want the trial to continue questioned dick in an even tone didn't i just say i was tired out but i'll show you what i can do sometime blustered lou flapp oh all right you needn't think you're kingpin at the punching bag went on the tall boy who had lost control of his temper because of the exhibition thank you flapp what i think and what i don't think isn't any of your business pooh i've heard about you and your two brothers dick rover they tell all sorts of stories about you but i don't believe the half of them come come what's the use of quarrelling put in larry pleasantly i'm sure i don't want to quarrel answered dick he challenged me to punch the bag against him and i did so that's all you're dead stuck on yourself rover went on lou flapp slangily you think you're the only toad in the puddle but you ain't let me tell you that as soon as i heard about you i made up my mind i wouldn't knuckle under to you this isn't right cried larry dick is my friend and let me say he never asked any cadet to knuckle under to him unless the cadet did something that wasn't on the level that's true that's true came from half a dozen of the students dick rover is all right so you're all turning against me eh burst out lou flapp fiercely his face growing dark with rage i was warned of this before i came here who warned you asked tom who had just put in an appearance a gentleman who used to teach here what was his name questioned several mr jasper grinder he said he had left because the rover boys tried to run everything that old fraud cried larry he left because he was kicked out came from another and he is a criminal put in dick i can prove it if he wants me to do it oh you can talk all you please growled lou flapp i know what i know and don't you forget it and what is more dick rover don't you expect me to knuckle under to you if you try that game you'll get what you least expect and so speaking lou flapp forced his way out of the crowd and left the gymnasium well of all the idiots i ever met came from tom he believes in meeting trouble three-quarters of the way doesn't he i think jasper grinder must have stuffed him full of stories about us said dick that's the way that rascally teacher expects to get square on captain putnam by ruining the reputation of the school oh it's mostly lou flapp's fault put in the pupil who had been at the hall for some time the very first day flapp arrived he had a row with little tommy brown and knocked tommy down and a few days after that he had a fight with jack raymond and was pounding jack good when mr strong came up and made them run off in different directions he's a good deal of the same kind of a bully that dan baxter was if that's the case he had better keep his distance said dick determinedly i don't want any quarrels but i despise a bully thoroughly so do i i wonder if this flip-flap ever heard of dan baxter put in tom if he has he ought to profit by the example hello tom's got a new name for flap said one of the boys isn't his name flip-flap questioned tom innocently or is it flapjack it will be flop down if he ever gets into a fight with dick 
said larry and then followed a general laugh i really don't want any more fights said dick when he could be heard i came back to putnam hall to dig in and learn something i've had enough adventures to last a lifetime if the others will only leave me alone i'll leave them alone but if they won't leave you alone dick asked george granbury then they had better look out for themselves that's all was the reply of the eldest rover End of chapter eight